Welcome to Gypsum's Wellbeing at Work podcasts. These are a series of conversations which aim to bring new ideas and perspectives around wellbeing at work. Gypsum's is a Gibraltar registered charity providing free helpline and chat services for those who may be suffering emotional distress and championing a culture of wellbeing for all. I'm Mary Lou, the founder and chairman of Gypsum's, and my fellow trustee, Kirsten, We'll be chatting to the recipients of our Corporate Wellbeing Awards who have very kindly agreed to share how implementing wellbeing measures has resulted in benefits for both employees and their organisations. Enjoy. Hello, here we are once again with the Gypsams podcast. And today I have the pleasure of speaking to Hayley Sherry from Isolas. <laughs> Hi, Hayley. From Isolas and uh, the Fiduciary Group. Um, and we're going to be talking about their well-being strategy that has won them the Gypsum's Wellbeing Award back in 2020. And um, we're looking forward to have you there again, hopefully this year for 2021. So yeah, yes, welcome Hayley. How are you doing? Thank you. Yes, I'm very well, thanks. How are you doing? Yes, good, good. It's a, it's a dreary day today in Gibraltar, which is very rare, but we have those two. Yeah. So um, Hayley, I'm really curious to hear a little bit because I'm, I'm aware you guys have implemented various things um, in the last mm -hmm. couple of years. And I think it'd be really interesting for the listeners to get a bit of an, of an idea of what you have done and perhaps you can share some of the things that have been most valuable um, for your people and also for your, for your organization. Yes, definitely. Um, so, one of the things that we actually implemented last year and it actually tied in quite nicely with the, the lockdown period in Gibraltar was we um, partnered with um, a wellbeing platform called LifeWorks. Um, I'm not sure if it's very well known within Gibraltar. Um, so if there is anyone in Gibraltar listening, it, it might be sort of very useful for them to, to, to have a look at. Um, and what it does is it offers... Um, it's a corporate wellbeing program um, and it offers sort of online support uh, to all your employees. Um, it supports sort of mental, physical, social and, and financial wellbeing um, through a range of different um, tools, um, resources, articles. Um, and how it works is employees are given sort of like a login. They, they log into the platform. There's like a nice little homepage. It's very similar in that sense to Facebook. It's kind of like a shared homepage where people can, um, can post things like relating to well-being, you know, like articles. Um, I post a lot on the, the homepage. It, it sends people like a notification every time I post. Um, so it's, it's quite interactive in that sense. Um, um, once they've logged in, they, they see the homepage and then they can explore the platform and there's things like um, podcasts, videos, um, different articles and toolkits, um, all to support um, well-being both in the workplace and at home. Um, the platform as well offers a 24-7 support line. So um, employees can, can call the number that they have on the advertised on the platform um, for free and they'll be put through to someone who, who they'll be able to talk to um, and then they can point them in the right direction so whether that's um, pointing them in the direction of potentially a, a video or a, um, an article or actually providing them with more sort of um, with sort of one-to-one -one sessions sort of 
counselling sessions. So um, that's a really good feature of the platform. Um, it's actually not very expensive at all. Um, the plan we're on, I think it works out about two pounds per month per employee. So it's really not wow. um, something that's going to break the bank. And I think just the the, the access to the twenty four seven line um, in itself is is really really good. And what have you found? I mean, what has the feedback been, or how, how how have you noticed it's been used, or what difference has it made? So we we've actually received quite a lot of positive feedback from the platform. Um, I tend to promote it through our monthly employee newsletter. So I normally do a monthly well-being feature within the employee newsletter, and I'll spend a bit of time um, on the platform finding. Um, either an article or a podcast or a video, which I think um, generally people across the organisation might benefit from, and I'll sort of promote it um, in the newsletter. So sort of on a monthly basis, people are being reminded that the platform is there. And yes, I mean, staff all the time are sort of reaching out to me, whether that's through email or when I bump into them in the corridor, they say, well, that LifeWorks platform sort of is a, is a really good tool for us to use, like thanks. And, and um, it, it is being used, which is really positive to hear. Wow, fantastic. And, and you said something around, they, they have access to speaking to someone. And, and is that also to support people if, they, if they're having any challenges or is that more for signposting? Yeah, so within the LifeWorks platform, they, they partner um, with counsellors. Um, so, for instance, we're, our platform is sort of configured for Gibraltar. So when someone calls the, the, the sort of support line, if they then need further counselling, the LifeWorks have actually partnered with counsellors in Gibraltar and they can then put the people in direct contact with those counsellors and they can either have sort of face-to-face counselling or, or sort of on the, on, the, on the phone as well. So um, it's, it is a very good sort of platform. Wow, it sounds great and it's nice that it keeps it local and people now that we can you know go out and about and, and and see people again it's nice that people can do things in person and have that have that support and relationship yeah, definitely. yeah. I think I think as well that the platform's really really helpful in the sense that I mean I am available to speak to staff um, and I make myself available you know I, I make it clear if, if anyone has any issue if they want to talk to me about anything you know my door's always open I'll always make time for them but I know that some people might struggle to come and actually talk to me. So this just gives them another sort of way to, to re maybe reach out for help if they, for some reason, don't want to, to come and talk to me. They can do it. And it's done anonymously. So I don't know. I mean, I get given stats from the LifeWork platform. So I know sort of the usage, but I don't know like specific individuals that are using it. So it's confidential in that sense. And I think that's that's important as well. You said something very interesting there that, you know, obviously, you know, um, your door is always open and people know that they can come and speak to you, um, but also that recognition that perhaps not everyone or at, at, at all stages um, would make use of that. Um, but I am aware from, from, from knowing you that there, there is a real trust in, in, in you and people speaking to you. Um, what what have you found helpful or what are what might be something that you think is important for people to walk through that door that is open because 
you know, there's that saying of the door is always open, but it's actually, yeah. <laughs> you know, getting people to walk through it and to yeah. have that conversation. Yeah. So um, I, I mean, it has been quite difficult with, with COVID and, you know, sort of restricting um, movement around the office, but I like to, to make myself seen. Um, so I like to go around the offices, you know, make conversation with people um, so that they feel more comfortable if they do ever need to come and talk to me. Um, I don't want to be like sort of hidden away and I wouldn't want anyone to, to feel uncomfortable coming to HR. So I make, I put myself out there. Um, and I think by sort of building that, that relationship that way, people are more likely to, to come and talk to me. Um, I also like to do sort of regular check-ins with line managers, for example. I think that's quite important because um, I can't <laughs> I can't sort of be looking across the whole organization at the same time, but line managers obviously have much smaller teams that they're they're managing. So if I um, have a close relationship with the line managers and the line manager feels that maybe someone in their team is struggling, um, it's identified that way and I can then perhaps try and approach the the person um, that way so there's different sort of techniques that I, I use but really I just like to get the message out that I'm, I'm approachable and I'm, I always have time for, for anyone no matter what what they want to talk about um, I'll make the time. Yeah so so you, you really are approachable but you're also happy to approach and to be seen and to be put yourself out there and, and talk to yeah, people. Yeah definitely. I'm I'm curious because you did mention it was obviously much harder during COVID, and I think I mean it, it, everyone it was really difficult. Um, and there might be some of our listeners that that will moving forward still have an element of remote working. Um, yeah. Do you have any any tips or any ideas, things that have worked for you to maintain that that connection and contact with your people in terms of keeping, you know, ensuring everyone is doing okay? Yeah. Um. For me, I would definitely say so Zoom um, or Skype. I know some, some companies might be using different platforms, but we use Zoom and it brings, I think, it doesn't completely replace the face-to-face the -face interaction, but certainly I find that the chat feature on Zoom is really useful um, because I think people see it more as an informal tool. So... Um, I'm always online on my Zoom and across the company and um, everyone has a Zoom account and they can just message me. So it's it's more of an, it's not as, as formal as sending an email or picking up the phone. They can maybe just kind of say, you know, hey, um, are you there? Um, quick one. And it, it starts the conversation on an, an informal basis. And I think that's been really, really helpful throughout the whole lockdown uh, period and like, whilst the restrictions have been in place and it's been harder to actually physically interact with people. Um, I have found that most people will actually now approach me via Zoom in the first instance um, on that informal basis and it, it works really well. Mm. It's also a really good way for me to check in with people because it doesn't seem so formal and scary. It's just maybe me one day sending a message saying, hey, just checking in, how are you doing? Just something as simple as that. And that starts the conversation via Zoom. And it might be that that person's coping really well and is absolutely fine and we just have a quick chat or it might then lead to um, someone saying, actually, I, um, 
I'm struggling with this or can I have a chat about this and then maybe we actually do a video call or or um, talk over the phone so it's just starting um, the conversation by by the chat on zoom is really really helpful mm. so it really eases people in and it's it it it, it lowers that threshold lowers that that barrier definitely that's great it's a great idea to just be on zoom and 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 be able to use the chat function yeah i think um, even that's something that will stay throughout when we even go back to normal i think zoom you know it's always on in the background and i think people have it on so even when we are fully back in the office and there are no restrictions i think that will still be still be used quite a lot fantastic and um, I'm, I'm curious, are there any other things that you feel are really important when it comes to well-being? Because I also want to ask you questions around what you have found um, the, the positive impacts have been and the, and the changes um, through the changes that you guys have implemented. Um, yes, I think something very simple that we're, we're actually going through at the moment, which I've seen has had quite a, um, a positive impact on employee well-being is our office refurbishment okay so um we have been undertaking like a full office refurbishment um for the last few months it's been um, a bit difficult with covid but we're we sort of cracked on with that and we've done half of the easterlers office um and it's made a huge difference i think just to people's well-being um you know, I think the surroundings that you're working in can have a huge um, influence on on your sort of day to day um, feelings. And just coming into a, like a nice, bright, modern office has made a huge difference. Um, so again, it's something quite simple, and maybe something that people don't really consider to have an impact on well being, but it's, mm-hmm. it it really does. Mm. And that's really interesting because I think there's so many elements within the within the work environment um, that companies do that companies do in any case, um, but we don't actually notice or recognize the, the the positive or at times negative, but hopefully just positive impact it has on on people's well being and the impact that therefore has on people's performance and 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 the well being of the company as a whole. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, just to give you an example, um, our new sort of the way the Easterlers offices are kind of set out is there's um, an open plan element, but there's also uh, private offices as well. And the private offices that the new ones are like fully glass fronted. And I think that makes a huge difference because even though you're kind of shut away in your office, the fact that you've got a huge glass window and you can see out just makes, um, obviously it makes it a lot lighter, but you've got more of like a social interaction with people and you don't feel so sort of closed away. And I think just something so simple as that can make a huge difference on someone's well-being. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm really hearing loud and clear the connection there, which I guess, you know, now that we've sort of coming out of COVID, it's it's even more important, at least that's what I hear from clients a lot, that connection with people, being surrounded by yeah. people and working with people, real people face to face. Yes. <laughs> no, I so, think COVID definitely sorry, I was just gonna no, say no, go ahead. COVID <laughs> COVID um has made a lot of people realise that um 
it's nice to work with people and it's nice to have that social interaction when it's taken away from you it's it can be quite damaging I think to people's well-being and so it's nice now that things do seem to be sort of going back to normal and we can socialize again mm-hmm. and so what are some of the main things that that you and the organization have noticed in terms of the positive impact all of your efforts um, around well-being what has been the 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 outcome and the and the impact on people and um, the organization I mean overall it it, it has it has had a, a positive impact on on the people um, we were conscious throughout um, sort of the height of COVID and the lockdown um, to, to sort of step up our wellbeing initiatives, what we did, and to sort of review how sort of how successful they were, we did uh, sort of roll out a couple of um, employee surveys um, just to sort of gain anonymous feedback from the staff on how um, the initiatives were um, sort of impacting them and we got really really positive responses um, and I think just just little things um, are enough and I think maybe sometimes when you when you hear discussions about implementing well-being initiatives people might jump and think well oh my gosh like what do we do like yeah. and, and it, it's just starting small and I think certainly from my perspective it's just the small things that I think have the biggest impact um so if there are any people out there listening who aren't do- doing much at the moment just maybe introducing a few simple things I don't know something like well-being Wednesday <laughs> where <laughs> you provide free fruit or something <laughs> to your staff just that in itself can actually make a huge difference and can be like a starting point for something bigger so um definitely um I kind of went off track of it but we we have seen a um really positive um feedback from staff and like I said it's sometimes just on the really small things uh, mm. that make make the difference mm. And it's and it's interesting how you were you know you were referring to you did some surveys and and it it yeah. just again really demonstrates that you know in terms of the well being it's um it's sort of a co creation it's asking your people what is it how how are you doing or what is it that you need and um, yeah. I guess from there the next initiatives will arise or will be planned based on because you know I see it all the time there is no one one kind of well-being strategy that every company should have. It's very, very individual for the organization and the business and the people there. So I guess involving them, um, which you've done so so well. Yeah, no, I, I think that's really important because like you say, it's it gives them sort of a voice as well. And um, I think they feel that their feedback is valued and, and obviously we, we do try and act as much as we can on on the feedback we receive. And we're, we're very open to sort of suggestions from staff and a survey is a really good way of of um of doing that mm-hmm. so um i'm curious and I, and I don't know whether you have any plans but the, perhaps if you do have any any future plans for any further i don't know strategies interventions or or, or perhaps things around well-being areas that you're planning to put more focus and more attention towards um over the next six to twelve months 
um would you be would you be open to sharing that with our listeners again to perhaps inspire them also yeah. yes no I'm, I mean I'm always sort of open to to well-being initiatives that we can can put in place so I'm always sort of looking for ideas and and sort of happy to listen to staff suggestions um I kind of gave myself an idea about five minutes ago with my well-being Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> As I said it, I thought, oh, this is actually quite a good idea. <laughs> so um, there'll be well-being maybe, Wednesday coming. Yeah, I think that that's next on the 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 agenda. I think a well-being Wednesday would actually go down quite well. And it's just maybe a day, like I said, maybe every well-being Wednesday could be different. Maybe next well-being Wednesday will provide fruit. Maybe the one after will, I don't know, um, have. I, I don't know. Um, but I think, like I say, I'm always thinking of things to do um, constantly, just sort of daily. And I think with, with the LifeWorks platform as well, because there's so much content on there and it's always being updated, that's a very good starting point for me because I can uh, get ideas from there. So maybe, yeah, Wellbeing Wednesday will be our new thing for, for 2021. <laughs> Yeah, and it really sounds like that that the work you're doing um, with, with what you're offering and also with how you're going about staying connected to your people and checking in on them, it's really about keeping it on people's radar because I think mm -hmm. we all know how important well-being is and we all know how it has an impact on, on people's personal lives but also on the business. But we often get so caught up in being busy with life that we forget to give that attention and it, it sounds like what you're really doing beautifully is just keeping it on the radar of people keep putting attention yes. to it putting it into people's awareness um to remind no, them yeah like i said I'm, I'm promoting it in our monthly employee newsletter um i would like to maybe promote it a bit more going forward so once a week um mm -hmm. just to like to normalize normalize it you know keep it on people's radars and um i think that's just something quite simple but really effective mm -hmm. well i'm conscious that we're running out of time and i could probably carry on talking to you about well-being wednesday and all the exciting things you're going <laughs> to be doing over the next few months yeah. um but in any case th thank you so much for for coming on to the podcast and for sharing all your ideas and all the things you guys have been doing which is great and um yeah, I, I think this will be serving as an inspiration for, for other companies to, you know, think of their way of, of bringing well-being to their people. So Definitely. thank you very much. Yeah. No, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed speaking to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gypsum's Wellbeing Podcasts, which I hope you have enjoyed. If you're interested in applying for one of our Wellbeing Recognition Awards, or would like our assistance in implementing a well-being strategy and building a culture of well-being at your place of work, please get in touch with us at wellbeing at Thank you once again for joining us.